I V M. A niche thing explores subcultures around us that make for great interests and hobbies. These range from topics like affordable art to exploring the world of coffee, hi-fi, sneakers, watches, vintage fashion, where the list goes on and on. It's a podcast with something for everyone. So let the conversation begin. On today's episode of Anish Thing, we talk about hypnosis, hypnotherapy and a few more alternate therapies with none other than my mother, Anita Basin. So a lot more on this after these short messages. Welcome to the show, mom. Before we uh, get into hypnotherapy and all of that, I of course know your story, but do tell everyone else how you even got into this because this is not something that is usually the norm. Thank you Anish for having me at last. At last. Yeah. So, you know how I started my journey into all this was. So, in 2005 we came to Mumbai and I really didn't know any anyone. I really didn't know what to do. And suddenly this happened for me that uh, my daughter, you, your sister Sonika, she had a sinus problem and someone just suggested why don't you do a past life regression for her. And uh, so we this was an exciting thing to do and we found a, found a therapist and I went with her and then whatever I saw that happened there, I just asked her, where did you learn all this from? And that is how I came into this field. And the moment I started learning and I came to know more about it, it was like homecoming. So, I mean, after from 2005 onwards, I have never looked back. I have just studied more, polished my, uh, what do you say, skills and just gone ahead. I also think that uh, in Sonika's case, right, she had sinus for how many ever years? Oh. And Lots. I think one one very uh, strange thing is that any of these kind of therapies are always looked at as the last possible thing when, when nothing else has perhaps worked. Mm. And then you're like, you know what, we've tried everything, let's just try this, what's the harm? And that's what happened in Sonika's case and that really did help. Yes. You know what, a lot of people are not even aware of all this. And then a lot of people, so I'm so happy that today, you know, we are talking about it and through this podcast, many more people will come up, come yeah. to know about it. So, generally people come to us as a last resort. When nothing else has worked, okay, let's try this also. But if you were to try these alternate uh, remedies from the beginning, it helps in your healing. Even if you are going for a surgery or anything for that matter, you are taking medicine. That medicine will work 10, 100 fold, I would say. It also, uh, so when you were doing all of this, right? So, for everyone listening, mum would go for these classes, she would come back home and she would tell us, a few theories or what she learned and I would be like no ways like mm-hmm. this is one step I, away from wearing a tinfoil hat yeah. uh, to save yourself from aliens it was it sounded that ridiculous and then I went and attended a few of those classes as well mm. and the first class I went for the level one of uh, hypnosis I went in with the attitude that I am gonna go there and have so much fun asking so many questions, questions. and just ridiculing everyone and I ended up doing three levels of those courses myself uh, myself, because a lot of it did make sense. And I think that's a good way to get into what is hypnosis. Yeah. So hypnosis is a, you could say it's a procedure or a, where you 
change the you tap into the subconscious mind okay now these days you know that lot of things are going on the power of the subconscious mind everyone is talking about the subconscious mind these days so what we do is we facilitate the client to go into their own subconscious mind which is a trance trance like state and then because the subconscious mind holds all the logical answers to all the illogical things that are happening in our lives and what troubles us most is when we cannot find logic behind whatever is happening why is this happening to me why do i like that person so much why do i hate my sister so much these are all illogical things why does that my boss affect me so much in in my office yeah so once you can tap into the subconscious mind all the answers are there It's very interesting when we were driving here you told me one thing right that you are not like when even when you talk about age hmm can you say that yeah so you know we are a combination of body mind and soul the soul is an eternal thing it never dies it never takes uh, it just changes form like you know it take it has different incarnations now when i say i'm 68 years old that means that my body is 68 years old and but that body can get hijacked by the mind which is 3 years old which is 20 years old which is let us say 50 years old or it could be even like a very sage type of person is talking through me which is not really me so that could be that some other maybe a previous lifetime mind has taken over or i have because i have taken in energy from someone i have absorbed someone else's energy so that person's mind is working through me so mind is a very very vast thing and mind has mind can travel time but the body cannot travel time the body remains what it is what is the relationship of mind versus brain right yeah so when when we talk to people where do you think from so a lot of people say brain some people say mind and then when you ask them okay where is your mind even in hindi we say mera man ye kehta hai man is not heart man is mind so basically the brain is the hardware and mind is a software the mind is as large as six it has a, a diameter of 6 feet around us the energy energy field it's an energy field so it is like it's much stronger than the like much larger than the body but the brain and the mind the brain is the connection to the mind and uh, the mind basically has two parts the conscious mind and the subconscious mind the conscious mind is the intellect part of the mind what i think and do what do i think about something and the subconscious mind which is like like you could say that the conscious mind is 8 to 10% and the subconscious mind is say 90% so that 90% of the mind holds all our memories what do i feel about something what do i think about something okay how and we fall on that to respond to our uh, whatever is happening in our lives and the subconscious is a dormant thing like it's it's a silent i would say worker it controls you in a in a very big way but you are not aware of it there are so many things that happen happen subconsciously right yes. uh, even when you're driving certain times you're doing certain things completely subconsciously you you're not actively thinking that i need to press this now i need mm. to do that it's just 
on autopilot in a way yes so in a way we are in a hypnotic trance many times during a day even for if like you spoke about driving let us take a, a lady who cooks every day now when she is making chapatis she is not thinking she automatically picks up that much of dough rolls it and uh, the chapatis are all identical she is not even looking at that she is probably cooking some vegetable along with it or talking to someone about it why because or already hypnosis has set in and she is working from her memory also just to be clear hypnosis is not someone taking a pendulum in front of you and saying you are a dog and you'll start barking <laughs> it's not that that has been shown in how many movies <laughs> no, no. cartoons all of that stuff that is so funny because so many times when i i, I meet people and they'll say don't look into my eyes you know you will hypnotize me it's nothing like that <laughs> it is just a foc like you know this trance creates focus for you for example when you talk about something let's say you are telling me about a birthday party that you had so when you are telling something about the past to someone you are already half there and half here when you are describing the cake you can actually see the cake sometimes you may even get the taste of that cake in your mouth so you are already in the past already you are in your subconscious mind i just have to push you a little more just by saying okay so you are 5 years old and your birthday is happening because you are telling me in the past i'm bringing it into the present and saying and you will go there and you'll you'll be in a hypnotic trance and you'll be so focused that you will be able to tell me even things that you may not have noticed earlier this is the fun part that when you're in that state of hypnosis you're actually hyper aware you're not yes. only hyper aware of things you could pick up from that like for example that birthday scene in the hmm. past but also what's happening around you like yes. like if there's a honk way back in your room you can, mm. you can also hear that yes. so it's not that someone will hypnotize you and just make you do things and no no uh, you, you won't have any recollection of that no it is not that you see there can be a misuse of anything okay but as a therapist the state we take you down into into the trance your conscious mind is also aware of what is happening because it is you are going to use your intellect to understand what happened in the past so that now you, you can make your present and your future better i cannot tell you what to do because my values are different than other people's values so they have to run their life based on their circumstances their values not our values all we do is that when we take them into a trance we take them back into time they understand that oh this is what happened and now it is no longer i don't need to go through this again over and then you just create a new thought for yourself you don't need to carry on with that baggage yes right? you don't have to carry on with the baggage you don't have to suffer and and again this is not about morality like what you said right this is not about the therapist telling you you did this wrong or this is how it should have been done it is letting go and and that letting go could be something coming from this life it could be something coming from a couple of years back it could be something coming from another lifetime yes another lifetime it could be something coming from the mother's womb you know what i used to wear a collar i had a uh, problem so like a orthopedic collar yeah and in one of the it was a demos in a class my teacher dr sunny satin was there and then he just said ki okay whatever is the reason it will come to you and what came to me was that my brother was ill and i had a thought that now i have to look after the whole family so i was carrying the burden 
and actually it, i didn't even need to do it i didn't i actually didn't have to do anything but that thought created that burden and so all this became painful the moment i let go of that thought and i said i surrender and whatever will happen whenever it is going to happen i'll take it in my stride so what and from that day onwards i don't wear a i don't never needed to wear the coll- that orthopedic collar again so why would someone look at hypnotherapy what are the kind of situations from just getting more focused about something because a lot of sports people uh, yes, do that to things that could be a lot more traumatic why would someone consider hypnotherapy and what all could you possibly help someone with so you know as i said we need to bring logic into our lives because logic m- removes all the resentments from life okay so we use therapy for let us say relationships we don't get along with people we hate people we fall in love with people and all that then it helps in diseases it helps to enhance talents actually you can do anything through therapy so let let's actually break all three of those down hmm uh let's start with the sports angle right or just focus it doesn't necessarily have to be about sports yeah. it could be about generally having better focus hmm. isn't that in a way kind of similar to a lot of meditative stuff or yes like like to me there's a big overlap in a lot of there these is, kind of things so basically a trance is the same as a meditative trance what do we do in meditation we go into ourselves so in a trance also we are going into ourselves but when you start with meditation it is like you know it will take you years to go so when you go swimming when you are a beginner you get down those steps and then you you know gingerly walk into the water then you start swimming whereas in a trance that that is created in therapy you go straight on to the diving board maybe 20 feet high and you dive in the middle of the pool and you are right there where your problem is and because of that all that clarity the therapist is guiding you to now see what happened because the therapist doesn't know the story it is the client who sees the story so it is that difference but it is the same so when people have been meditating for years they can reach that level easily but here within 5 minutes the client goes to that level Uh, what about illnesses so you see what studies have shown us is that everything starts with thought a thought gives rise to emotions emotions bring in energy changes in the mind in the body and when we cannot handle the situation finally it goes and becomes a physical disease okay i'll just give you a small example very simple that there's a person i don't like so the thought is i don't like this man now that man comes to me and i just have that horrible hatred showing coming up so my body is all charged up so that has come to the body okay yeah. so just from the thought just being with the person whom i don't like the my thought is that this person is bad i have created a change and if i have to probably deal with that person for a long time i'll start getting a headache i i you know i may want to puke or whatever so the thought has created a physical issue same way a physical issue can also create a thought for example i get up i i get up with low energy so the you know i don't feel good and the thought is what a horrible day or how am i going to go through this day so they are all interlaced but as i told you that the mind is so huge so the mind really can create issues it's all a play of the mind and that creates illnesses for example i'll just tell you that we had one girl who had um, she's she was a student of mine 
and she when she came in uh, to attend the class she could barely walk and she was like this and we you know we had to give her another chair to put her feet on and uh, she really had so such low energy and one therapy i did for her in which she had a previous lifetime which was which was uh, overplaying on her uh, who actually happened to be her own sister in the current life and she is reincarnated as her where that child had meningitis and had died and she was a very beautiful child and now this one takes birth in the same way and somewhere someone mentioned that child to her and she started getting unwell and that one therapy within an hour or so she wanted to eat everything where nothing was suiting her she would just go and throw up she and then for the next 5 days she was the one who planned the menu and she is my star pupil also that uh, so much difference it made just sometimes of course it it may take more time then you know for example i'll tell you that there are some people who can't have uh, some couples who cannot conceive so and but medically there's nothing wrong with them so then you go take them back into the thoughts that are not allowing them to you know have children and uh, they conceive then uh, thought thoughts become things uh, mm. in fact uh, i have a personal story about this i had a really bad back issue once to the point that i collapsed in my room i was literally crying in mm. pain and you did some uh, therapy for me in a surrogate way which we'll mm. touch on in some time and at no point did i say that i'll only go with this and not go to an orthopedic which i did uh, he had advised me to be, be like be on bed rest for 20 days in this clinic and stuff like that so i did go through some of the stuff he advised me but in that moment that therapy definitely helped me and my my takeaway here is that if it if any of this can help you in any way yes whether it actually happened in the past life or it's your imagination to me it doesn't matter so what i tell everyone is that whether it you remember a story that you have read somewhere or whether you remember a movie that you have seen somewhere that plot of the story or plot of the movie is going to help you resolve your issue that is the plot it is the plot that matters so we never force anyone to believe that there is a previous lifetime or anything it doesn't matter because i am asking you a question i'm just saying okay so you are having pain or something and i'm saying where are you and you say i'm standing on top of a mountain i'm not telling you that you are standing on top of the mountain you are creating the story your mind is making you go through that story and then maybe you fall down and you've cracked your backbone and that is now playing up in your current life you know it's very amazing to see people who have uh, let's say in disease uh, asthma so asthma is not being able to breathe properly so maybe that person 99% i've seen have died of drowning or in a gas chamber or have been you know they have no, someone has pressed their throat they are not able to breathe okay they have died like this now in the current life what happens is that they are in a in an environment where they don't feel they can breathe because it is such a constricting environment for them that suddenly this thought comes to them that i'm not i can't breathe and then all that physical thing from the past comes into them where they are literally actually not able to breathe so once i mean asthma is something which i feel can just be cured in half an hour and they are free of that i've worked with so many clients with asthma 
Yeah, that's that's actually crazy to think that things can heal. And and again, just to be very clear, it's not like everything can happen in no, one no, sitting no, or whatever. No, 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 no. Some things will take time and can take time. Uh, what about relationships? And uh, with relationships, I've gone through some uh, some therapies which are more to do with constellations. Yes. Is this a good time to even touch on that? Yeah. So, a family constellation is also a very good process in which, see, we are, I'll just explain it to you. Yeah. So, we are all born in a family. Hmm? We all have parents, we have siblings, we have grandparents and we take our family for granted. And then we also have our own interpretations about each family member. It may not be the truth. But it is our own interpretation. So we go into all these interpretations that are our own interpretations and we reunite people. And family constellation is something which is, everything is related to the family. Your, the way you are brought up, the way that is a foundation of whatever you are going to do in the future. Your future, your happiness, everything depends on that, on the family. So even though it's called family constellation, it can be done for organizations. It can be done for for a table, for example. I'm so attached to my table that I can't let go of it. Who is attached to that table? What? Yeah, people are. You will be. <laughs> you know, I know of people who are even attached to their broken bottles. And then you find out that actually it is some family member who reminds them of that table. So they don't want to get rid of it. Fair. And in family constellations, what happens is that it is a surrogate form of therapy that there will be a bunch of people who are strangers to the client and yet when they are made representatives of the client's story they enact out the whole story for the client now i only know what i'm thinking okay but i don't know what the other person in the relationship is thinking and all that comes out into the open and it is a thing where because when you do therapy the client may still try to hide things but here it's out in the open, strangers are saying this. Of course, many times people say this is not the truth or something. It's okay if they don't want to listen to it. But that is what the field shows up. So, uh, remember we did a constellation for you. So, so, for uh, your, uh, so we've gone through, I've done a constellation therapy three times now. Hmm. But I'll actually talk about the last one. Yeah. Where, so, so I, I'd, I'd gone to the therapist I see and she was like, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel like I have three balloons on my on my on top of my head. Hmm. And she's like, okay, describe the balloons more. And I was hmm. like, there's red, white, and red, black, and white. Hmm. So that day we tackled two of those, hmm. and the red one was left. Hmm. And this is all done. One month later, I'm doing a constellation therapy with her. And like what you said, right? This is surrogate. So you're watching this happen, hmm. and there are other people playing you. Hmm. So now my therapist has asked someone else who has no clue about me, hmm. who has no clue of my past therapies or anything. Hmm. And she's like, how do you feel? And she's like, I feel like I have a red balloon <laughs> on top of my head. And that was just Which, freaky, right? Yeah, that yeah. How how can this be this accurate? Uh, but the surrogate thing, how does, what what is even the basis of a surrogate therapy or how can this? So, you know, in family constellation, magically a field forms. I No one has any explanation for it. And this field has no geographical like uh, boundaries because now we are mostly like I work on Zoom. So one person could be sitting in China and one person could be sitting in Dubai and one, two maybe in the next house as me 
it doesn't matter but a field gets formed and that field is what we call the informing field and that automatically whoever is participating in it automatically channels and i don't know it's a mystery how this forms but it does form it is very accurate and it is very powerful yeah i think it it really helps you to understand the situation yes and and like you said right it's not only about a relationship but you could perhaps do a constellation between you your business partner and even the company as a third entity yes. could do it in multiple scenarios where everything becomes its own entity and and is this the it, it's a perspective it's a it's been a good learning at least whenever i have tried it see i'll just give you an example of a very close friend of mine who got breast cancer so she she is also a therapist so i worked a lot with her and uh, then uh, she the, the other day she said i want to go to the first cell that mutated and why what is the reason for that first cell to mutate and uh, because so when we did her constellation her rep said i am a child and i am watching i am standing behind the wall and there is someone telling my mother something and my mother has just collapsed and i'm so scared i don't know what to do and what had happened was that her father had met with an accident when she was 5 years old he was in the army the mother had not been told about it the uncle knew but the mother didn't know this family didn't know and every day her uncle would ask her ask her have you heard from your husband and he the husband was merrily writing letters to her or calling her up and one day a jawan came from that unit and he presumed that the wife knew so he just said ki sir to abhi aane wale hain hospital se so she got a shock of her life what is this so she just collapsed and the child is seeing that now my father has met with an accident the ch- mother didn't know that the child knew and my mother is collapsed and there was so much of fear in that child that that first cell kind of mutated of course it took her years for that cell to finally multiply because then maybe in between there were different stages when she has felt that same fear but once that child was okay we made the child like you know you make the child meet the father the father's fine the father has died at 80 so then the child is reassured this brings us to another thing that i would like to talk about that is an inner child yeah and in fact a lot of people are now talking about about inner, ch- about inner, inner child. child so you know whatever whenever something happens to us that part of that age of that soul remains at that age for example for this friend of mine that 5 year old was very much alive like you know when i say dead means it it hasn't grown it remains 5 years old so whenever something happens to her she she hears of some accident or something that 5 year old child activates that 5 year old child now takes over the 40 year old body okay so this is what we call an inner child so our inner children are stuck but as an adult i you know like like as as an adult we laugh that oh you know when i was in school my teacher used to make me stand out of the class it's a very big thing you know people are very say it in a very good way as if it was a very good thing to happen but what happened to that child who was put under outside the room is a big uh, trauma so that child is stuck there in the trauma so once that child is made to realize that it's okay your life went on you did well you have done this you have done that then that child can come out of that trauma so many a times our life is being run by inner children i also think like this example right uh, 
I think it's always celebrated that when we were growing up, we would get slapped or like yeah. whatever, right? And that's how. Which and, you and, didn't get. And like, and and then people will be like, "Yeah, but we turned out fine." fine. And then it's like, "But did you? Like, is everything okay, though?" Yeah. And and a lot of times we look at look back at a thing like this, the example you gave, and laugh about it. Hmm. But yeah, maybe that time how you felt was very yeah, very different. Yeah, so you are stuck there. A part of you is still stuck in that. Is probably still standing outside the door of that classroom. Also, you know, I'll tell you how it affects. Like once I had this person who came to me and said that you know I work so hard in office, but no one notices me. Other people get the credit. So when he goes back into to we found the reason when he was three years old his parents were fighting and when he entered the room they probably were glaring at each other but they turned and glared at him so this child thought that they are fighting because of me they are angry because for the child the child is the center of the world everything is because of the child so the child says now i will not show myself up so maybe as a child he could hide you know when people came he would hide or generally he would hide but over a period of time that child build up a behavior that would keep him in the background that served for that child and that served for that person for many years but now when the person is grown up the person is working now the person needs to be noticed but that behavior of being in the background continues so once this child was made to understand that you know things whatever how we do it like we bring in the parents the child understands or the adult can t- tell the child it's it's okay let me now take charge you let go of this and then the things change interesting we will take a short little break and when we come back we will discuss more about hypnosis and past life regression yes Welcome back to Anish Thing. We're talking about hypnotherapy and past life regression and some other alternate theories with Anita Basin, who happens to be my mother. Well, uh, we've spoken so much about different aspects and different uh, uh, therapies. What does a typical therapy session entail? Okay, so in a typical hypnotherapy session, we have a I have a chat with the client to understand what is the reason why the client wants a therapy. Then we set up a contract. that from this therapy what are you what do you want to achieve okay then the process of taking them into a trance is like make them either talk about it because as i told you that when we talk about something then we we are actually there or if someone says you know i'm feeling heavy in the chest you know when or you, you what you do is that the client has said a few sentences which you feel are charged sentences so you make them repeat it so gen- one of those sentences would generally create a physical feeling for them for example someone will say i feel my heart is heavy or this so just elaborate that on that increase the make them like talk about it more once they repeat those lines maybe the charge becomes more and then just say that go back into time when for the first time you thought this you felt this and this was happening in your body and that's it that person is there in the middle of a trauma somewhere because generally people land in the middle of a trauma whether it is your current life or it is a previous lifetime because happy situations will not create issues in the current life it's only problematic issues that create the problems so once that is dealt with we need to get the story we need to get the logic as i said the client needs to get logic out of it then we say the client is made to think that 
we take them if it is a previous lifetime take them to the death and then the, it is that this it has ended here and now it's over it no longer plays comes into your life for example i'll tell you that someone has there is you know we are we have been created in a way that we can sort out any issue that is what a human being can do so if i meet x and i feel this much let us say anger towards that person now i'm going back into my memory and that anger that that shade of anger is bringing up something from the past it is triggering that so instead of this much i feel this much anger this much anger i can deal with but i don't know where the rest of the anger is coming from so you go into the past to see where it is coming from resolve that and then the current thing also disappears on its own it's sometimes surprising uh, how quickly uh, your anger or resentment towards someone can change after one of these kind of things right yes uh, yes uh, lots it just changes and then you know when you meet them again they'll say you know now that person didn't behave in the manner that <laughs> would anger me it is not that it is not that person is still the same that person hasn't come for therapy of course it is that when you are banging against two things then one stops then how long will the other one bang but then it is that my tolerance has gone up my my understanding has come that this person is behaving because of something the logic has come into the situation and the situation disappears and then once we found the logic the person has got the wisdom then you make them see the future how will you now behave with this wisdom and this backlog gone now how are you going to deal in a situation and then you make them see the full thing like you know you bring in okay so now you are behaving like this how are other people responding to you when you behave like this create a big thing for them because the subconscious mind is very scared of going into new new things that it doesn't know but when we are creating a scene for that we are creating a new memory the subconscious mind doesn't is not the intelligent mind so for itself an experience can come from a book from a movie from anything so this is a new experience that is created by the client for themselves so that now you can easily move into that way it's almost like getting closure about something right yes, moving on yes move closure and moving on you said the word trigger and now trigger warnings have become a very uh, in a way a very good thing right that hmm. you know that you're going to some people might get triggered by something you're saying hmm. but in a way it's just that you're getting triggered by someone but you just don't know why because it's a subconscious because it's a sub it's in the subconscious and you know it anish that when something happens to us which is not really good and we don't know how to respond it just takes 0.004 seconds for us to go into our memory into the subconscious and then we re- react in a manner which later surprises us many times why 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 did i get so angry it was a, such a small thing but actually for the subconscious mind there is no time conscious mind follows linear time for the subconscious mind anything that it is accessing is happening in the now so when actually someone has been rude to me for the first time but maybe previously 20 times that rudeness has come to me from maybe that same person in another avatar or through someone else so i am responding for the 21st time yeah. and but consciously now later i'm thinking why did i respond like this so once you understand why did you respond like this remove that whatever was bringing in all that much of emotion you're absolutely fine 
I also think a lot of people and this has been said many times that people who you really like and people who you really dislike yes. you definitely have some karmic connection with them right yes. it's not a it's not that randomly you have such extreme feelings either way for uh, for someone hmm. yeah so you know nothing in life is coincidence coincidence if you see does not even exist in the hindi language in the we have ittefaq which is in an urdu word not a hindi word and there is nothing random it may look very random but it is not random so when we are coming in especially close relationship especially family why are we coming together because maybe previously we had some differences but this time we are going to sort it out with love but something happens which we don't know which will bring in that previous incident into us and we don't want to like that person basically if you don't want that person in your next life please be please, nice yeah. forgive that person move I, on it's very amusing that lot of ladies come with mother in law problems huh and you know the mother in law died 20 years back but they are still thinking of her so what we generally do is that when something unpleasant happens to us let us say i feel this much then i'll think of it again and i'll add more to it then i'll think of it and i'll add more to it so what have what do we do in life is that we give ourselves to other people and say you have the power of hurting me even when you are not there yes and we create a, actually a raika pahar hai na so when we just tackle one or two things that pahar just falls and your relationship is okay and i always tell them do you want to same kind of a life again no no we no. don't then finish it off here where is the need to carry carry it on yeah before we end anything around self hypnosis or something that people can uh, adapt in their regular lives generally for yes better so focus. you know like so many times we will help children with self hypnosis so self hypnosis is a way like we give them uh, certain words that they have to chant and then after some time it becomes a part of their life for example the moment someone says take three deep breaths at the second breath i'm already somewhere else so you suppose someone wants to do well in the exam and they've studied they've studied a lot but they say i will forget so you say okay So now you teach them self hypnosis and say now when you go to write your paper the moment you will hold the question paper in your hand you will remember all that you have studied So again you're just putting triggers triggers the, yeah Then I know of a girl who had come to me because she was she had to run a race in the school and she was actually a bad runner <laughs> but we went found a talent for her you know where she had been a good runner and then we gave her the trigger that the moment uh, that guy makes that whistle or that cla- whatever you will run like you have never run before and she actually came first then you she came you sound so surprised and amused about this yeah actually i didn't know whether it would work that time or not because i was very new into this field so we do give triggers and uh, it happens it works so but that person has to then just learn that like but a person who is taught self hypnosis has to be very disciplined because you can use it for you never know where you how you will use it in what way you can start using it for negative things also so it is to be used very like consciously but when you say negative only thing. for yourself right only you, for yourself yeah. but then you'll end up harming yourself yeah. no that is the thing and uh, 
you know there are people have fears and phobias i definitely have a couple of phobias again very interesting thing fears and phobias hmm. where where fear is a lot more rational hmm. but phobia is a little more irrational very fear very irrational uh like i have a phobia of being in the ocean uh being in water hmm. and when i watch a movie that has anything to do with someone drowning yes uh titanic dun dunkirk dunkirk there's a scene where they're all hiding somewhere and they might drown soon that physically affects my body yes jumping out of a plane which i've done that makes no difference that's adrenaline that's great mm. but anything to do with water and deep ocean just i physically just feel uncomfortable just thinking about it aha uh-huh. that is because probably if you get therapy done on it there would have been a life you may have had where you have died of drowning so phobias when you know irrational like someone i know a lady who used to start screaming the moment she saw even a pup yeah and then just in one session it was over yeah so phobias are something that you can work on through yeah and answer. again you may not be able to go to a a quote and quote regular doctor and say i have a fear <laughs> of pups uh, what can i take right no no you may go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist yeah. but they may not be able to sort it out as easily as it ca- as it is done here great well thank you so much for being on the show and sharing all your knowledge Uh, how can someone get in touch with you thank you anish for having me and i have a company by the name unbound with ra with a partner rachna jog and we do constellations we teach it's a teaching uh, company we teach and plus we have experiential workshops also and uh, my uh, email id is anita54 basin@gmail.com and we have a, um, a website which is still in the making called family constellations asia.com cool i hope you enjoyed the episode do rate us on any of the platforms you listen to it does help us quite a bit and we are also on youtube so please subscribe to the channel and you can see all of this in video if you like this episode do write to me on social media my handle is anish b on twitter and instagram Tune in next Tuesday for yet another fun episode of Anish Thing on the IVM podcast app and all major podcast platforms.